Welcome back, devils and divas of the pod. Hello, hola, namaste. <sighs> 22 seconds, only 22 seconds into the pod. Okay, I'm already triggered. I'm so sorry. Namaste is very triggering to me these days because I recently talked to my sister about this and she attends hot yoga, which we'll get into a little bit later. And she told me that they end their sessions with the yoga teacher, instructor, or whatever the fuck they call themselves, shambles, they should be ashamed of themselves, namaste, oh, except sorry, they say namaste, or namaste, or I don't know, some iteration of it, but it's namaste, I don't know, you can ask any brown Indian, any person who identifies with Hinduism, or any kind of Indian culture can tell you, it's namaste, and I don't care if the white yoga professors are saying it correctly, it's still, it's botched. And I have so many issues with this, starting with, again, you can ask any Indian person, any person who's familiar with brown culture, it's not that deep. Apparently, they say it at the end of yoga classes to end the class, I guess. And it basically, the way that they explain it, and I even looked this up because I thought it was fucking hilarious, the divine in me honors the divine in you something to that degree okay and it's because there's a little bit of god in everyone you're really honoring it here's the thing not that deep another example of white people reaching for the stars it's embarrassing and honestly namaste just means hey hello it's literally a greeting so i don't know why we're adding all of this like fake woke culture you know let's just end this session on a mindful note namaste the honor in the i divine i honor the divine in you like shut the fuck up literally find yourself go to the himalayas okay me a monk become buddhist and then fuck all the way off because honestly if you are practicing yoga hot yoga what are you doing where is the mindfulness in that if you want to be mindful go sit under a goddamn tree and meditate Don't tell me some fake bullshit talking about hot yoga, crank it up 95 degrees. You are not going to find God in that hot yoga. You are not going to find God, meditation, peace, any kind of release or nirvana in a 95 fucking degree room as you're sweating talking about do this pose, do the crow pose, do this and that, vinyasana, manyasana. I'm like, shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. And honestly, I don't care what anyone says. It is culturally appropriating to be doing a hot yoga that is so far removed from the actual practice of yoga and doing all of that and then adding a namaste at the end of it is honestly it's shitting all over the practice it is actually a very spiritual and mindful release I cannot agree with anyone attending a hot yoga some of my friends attend it and shame on my sister truthfully for attending such an abysmal ass workout and that's what it is it's a workout and if you do yoga for a workout fine whatever but we don't need to attach it to its indian hinduism roots like it is so it's disrespectful and honestly my bigger issue with all of this is the fact that not only is your yogi white but the people who own the yoga studio are probably also white and so it's it's just like a double whammy like you're going you're practicing something that is a very it's rooted in like 
ethnicity and culture and religion, something so spiritual and mindful, and then you're going to be taught all this from some white fool? Yeah, I actually went to India once and it was the most spiritual awakening in my whole life and I just decided I wanted to drop everything and become a yoga teacher. Om. Has a fucking, has Ganesha tattoo on your back or a fucking Shiva tattoo. Oh my God, what fucking kills me is the Om tattoos. I have seen so many white people with an Om tattoo. You know what, if my culture, if the religion, if you really identify with it, that's fine. You do you. I really don't care. But don't be profiting off of it. That's what bothers me. If you want to get the home tattoo, I fucking hope you know what it means. But that's fine. That's your body. I don't care. But if you're going to become a yogi and teach at a white-owned studio and say namaste at the end of your sessions, you need to pay some goddamn reparations or you need to do something else because you could easily teach a whole yoga session and be super mindful and drop the namaste at the end. It's not necessary. Like, I feel like some people just say it to bring the ethnic part of it and to like be like woke or like culturally aware, but it truly doesn't mean anything if it comes from the wrong person. Overall, I'm just fucking over it, and it's another attempt of white people trying to colonize literally everything and then make a profit off of it, so I'm fucking done. I love that I just started with a rant. So I came back from the gym. Gym update. I haven't updated y'all on my gym rat situation. Still not there. I left detailed instructions. Find the podcast if it ever happens to me. I don't want to be a gym rat, okay? I go to the gym two times a week, three times a week at max, okay? That is where I cap out. I can't do any more. My work is too stressful. I have a fucking life. And I just don't see that for myself. And I don't want to align myself with anything with the name rat in it because I don't want to be a rat bitch. I don't associate with that brand. I don't subscribe to that. And I'm not a rat of any sort. So I am not a gym rat. But I will say that going to the gym today, I haven't gone in a long time because I've been diagnosed with some mysterious illness for the last three weeks in which I've been coughing up a storm, just phlegming and throwing up everywhere. Well, throwing up the phlegm everywhere. Just a real nasty 14 packs a day kind of smoking situation going on. And so I went to the gym today and there, I just noticed that there were so many people with bags, like duffel bags. And I'm sitting here thinking, couldn't a drawstring do like, what are, what are you putting in your bag? You know, like those, um, what's in my bag videos. I would really love to know what is in your gym bag. I feel like 95% of it is just extra shit that you're just putting in the bag and you don't even need, you don't even use. Honestly, you just need a water bottle, maybe maybe like one of those strap things that people wear when they lift around like the belt, the weightlifting belt, maybe some other like bands if you're doing squats. Like It's just not necessary to bring an entire duffel bag, okay? Like these people are seriously, it's it, this gym culture, it, it's honestly it's terrorist energy. You're bringing in these big duffel bags. I'm scared. I'm worried. What's in that duffel bag? You are making me feel insecure. These are gym terrorists going around terrorizing everyone with their goddamn gym bags. You can use a drawstring bag, okay? Whatever you're bringing, the gym probably already has. You don't need to bring your own. We're going to need to start setting up security lines, the TSA, checking in everybody's duffels because There is not a single reason other than the intimidation factor, the terrorist factor, than bringing in 
a duffel bag to the gym. It's not necessary. I'm over it. I'm over the gym culture. And this is why I'll never be a gym rat. And you know, I thought it was only the men. No, I saw at least four women today shuffling through the gym, making so much goddamn noise, you know, lugging that gym bag everywhere. It's embarrassing. It's not necessary. And every single station they go to, every single area, every different workout equipment they go to, they pick it up, drop it down, pick it up, drop it. It's, it's too much, you know, check the bag in. Okay. Leave it stationary. Leave it at one area, leave it in a cubby. That's what we have cubbies for at the gym. It's too much. It's way too much. And you, I can't, there is a certain kind of vibe and starter pack, if you will, of the gym bros at the gym that I go to. And by gym bros, I I don't even mean just men. I mean men, women alike, like gym rat energy, gym rat starter pack. Here we go. High socks. Could be Nike, could be anything, just high socks. Converse. If you're a man, then it doesn't really matter the shorts you wear, but the shirt, it is the thinnest, thinnest shirt. Can you even call it a shirt? Probably not. It looks like you're wearing a flip-flop, but on your chest. It looks like a thong, a flosser, if you will. It is just a barely there, strung along t-shirt that just shows your abs and your pecs and your whole goddamn... Just take the shirt off, baby. Take the fucking shirt off because you wearing a thong, a literal flip-flop on your goddamn chest is even more embarrassing. We already see everything. Let's cut the shirt loose. And for women, it is a biker short with the scrunch, the butt scrunch, knead it, and a big shirt. I wore a one-piece, sorry, one-shoulder top and some leggings and Every bitch in there just looked at me with disgust. Like every like gym rat girl was like, God, she's probably not even going to go to work out. And she's probably just here to look cute. And I'm like, um, yes. And yes, you mad? Ho. And they typically are. I think that a lot of them, they're always in like their zone and like that weird zone. Oh, also hat. Most gym rats wear hats. And then they got like the headphones over the the hat and then they have like their gallon of water with them and then oh my god so many of them are always on the phone at least the one that i the gym that i go to like mostly gym rats are they're always talking to someone i'm like who are you talking don't you have a workout to get to and then i realized that gym rats spend so many hours in the gym they spend at least three hours in their workout because they're just chilling in between their sets or like I don't know they just extend the process for so long and they're just on the phone listening or talking to people because there's probably not enough music to suffice going to the gym every goddamn day for three hours it's it's ridiculous so today I shit you not there was this gym bro and he had his headphones on he was clearly talking to someone and he was it was the strangest thing so we have like these floor-to-ceiling windows on Um, like a whole it's aligning like one whole side of the wall and so there's like all these windows and it's nighttime and all the lights are on in the facility so you can see your reflection really well in the window and he's literally for I watched him for at least 20 minutes and he was talking to his friend on the phone while flexing and just looking at himself in the reflection in the window it was it was odd it was crazy honestly because I look at myself 
all the time when I'm on the phone. When I'm on FaceTime, I'm looking at my square. When I'm on the phone in my room, I sit in front of my mirror and I look at myself like, that's fine. That's all fine and dandy. But in a public place, you're brave. You're, and you know what? Can we really be mad at him? No, because he is just doing what we all do in the privacy and the comfort of our own safe spaces in our homes. But he just really doesn't give a fuck. He's just out there doing it all. He is lights on, lights off, same person. Doesn't give a fuck. And honestly, it's commendable, but it was just a little bit shocking. I was like, wow, he he really doesn't give a fuck. I feel like this is true with most gym rats. Like they just really don't give a fuck. And like, they also hate, hate, hate when you look at them. Like even I looked at this woman for maybe 0.2 seconds because I mean, I'm just, I just stare. I'm sorry. I don't like when people stare at me, but I wasn't even meaning to stare. I just wanted to see who came into the room because it was like a separate workout room. I was doing my ab exercises in and I saw somebody walk in. So I don't know. I'm just a nosy bitch. I just wanted to know who walked in the room. So I like looked over at her and she gave me like the deadliest stare. I was like, bitch, calm down. Like I, first of all, you're not that cute. And second of all, you need to fucking do your stretches and get your workout on and I feel like a lot of gym rats have like that oh my god it's like such an annoying ass mentality where they're like I grind hard and I fuck it's basically like stock bros like those stock bro energy but like in gym rat energy if you know what I mean it's like you know, I wake up at 5 a.m and I grind nobody understands me this is my life and like bubble and you know what I mean they they use that filter where they um decrease the brightness on everything so it's like that aesthetic it's like I work hard at the gym and I make my gains and it's like it really isn't that deep okay like and they put like some like heavy like rapper they put like 21 savage they put like some sick like bass beat and i'm like can you calm the fuck down not everything is that fucking serious like it they put some suicide boys on in the background because they're hard as fuck nobody gets them because they're misunderstood like chill the hell out chill the literal fuck out no one is looking at you and honestly no one gives a fuck speaking of annoying people oh my god just so many things this week annoyed me i'll end it on a high note i promise but i need to get through some shit first because this podcast is my therapy is my fucking life okay let me be real here because i'm not gonna be fake i cannot stand loud people okay and this is you know at the gym there's the oh my god today at the gym there was this man who would not stop grunting and he's like and I'm like I don't care I don't care that you can't lift this weight but you're trying to anyway and your veins are popping out and you look like you're gonna burst and you're literally 85 years old and you need to go home because you're fucking senile I don't care shut the hell up bitch okay not the gym but loud people in general oh my god i don't know where i was or why i witnessed this but it was it was so goddamn it made my ears bleed i saw these two girls that were like meeting up with each other that hadn't seen each other and like so long or something I don't know I was just witnessing this and I wish I didn't and they like ran over to each other like so dramatically and they're like oh my god like they were screaming and they're like oh my god oh my god and I was like shut up there is not a single person in this entire world that would warrant that kind of reaction a scream a cry and like it's 
shut up. It's so embarrassing. It is so child. It is, it's not even child. It's just fucking annoying. Like you're being extra and OD for no fucking reason. Like that is so dramatic. It is, it makes everyone so uncomfortable. No one cares. I have never watched like any one of those videos of like, you know, people reuniting or like things that I've witnessed in person. I'm like, oh my God, that's so cute. I'm always like, who cares? Like, this is so extra. I, first of all, my voice is so low. I can't even scream. I'll be on roller coasters and everybody's screaming around me and I, my voice physically doesn't go that high. So I can't scream. When I'm on roller coasters, you know what I do? I sit there and I be quiet or I laugh, or I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, cool, this is fun, and everyone's like, ah, and I'm like, woo, ah, I can't scream, it just, it's not, it doesn't happen for me, even when I get scared, I'm like, oh, like, that's, that's the extent of which I can do, like, I literally have never been able to scream, like, I just can't, my voice is too low, anyway, no, no one in this world warrants that kind of behavior. And it is so, so annoying when people do that. It is frustrating. And, you know, beyond the scope of people meeting for the first time or meeting in a long time, it's just loud people in general. I would say, like, I'm definitely... I, I can be loud at times for sure. And I talk a lot, but first of all, my voice isn't nasally. I mean, when I'm sick or whatever, cause I always am, maybe it is, but it's not like a annoying voice. I would say like, I would not podcast if I had a really, if I had like a squirrel voice, you know, if I had like a really annoying high pitched or really just gross kind of sounding voice. And so when those kinds of people that don't have like when I get loud, it's still pleasant to listen to. But when other people get loud, I'm like, please stop. My ears hurt so much. It's just so annoying when people have so much energy. Why do you have so much energy? And it's for the dumbest things ever. Like one of my friends, bless her heart, bless you, girl, sorry. And we were on a walk and she saw like her friend drive by us and she was like, oh my God, like, oh my God, this is totally like, turn around, like, do you want to hang out? Like, what do you do? And I'm like, can we just keep walking? Like, what are you, what, what's happening right now? Like, what is going on? Like, I just was like, I don't know how you have the energy for this girl because I have, I think maybe it's just my general disdain for life and just general outlook on things. Like, I'm just tired all of the time. So I don't have the energy to display that kind of affection for anyone honestly and I've never felt that way and I will never be happy like that for anyone it's not it's not for me and it's weird because as I'm getting older I'm kind of like becoming more I guess like I I have like these triggers and like ticks I guess and one of like my triggers is just like being in really loud environments unnecessarily loud environments and so I've just been bringing like my headphones with me everywhere and when I don't bring my headphones like it is such a bad day like I it's so bad my dependency I cannot go shopping very rarely without my headphones I'm literally raw dogging it like I went shopping last weekend without my headphones and I was getting fucked on all ends of the spectrum with all of the people's chatter unnecessary conversations and here's the thing I love to eavesdrop okay I love to listen in on conversations like and that's the beauty of it like when you dine alone like when I took myself on all of these dates which gotta do soon but when I take myself on all these dates like I love 
being privy to other people's conversations okay it gives me so much power and i am a huge fan i'm a nosy bitch i don't know what to say okay i just i really love to know everything i'll be in your business i'll be in all the drama but i won't be causing the drama i will just want to be i want to be a bystander of the drama and so i love a first date energy oh my god me and my sister were having sushi in atlanta when I went to visit her and there was this couple next to us that seemed like they're on a first date and I could not even focus on what my sister was saying and honestly we were both just kind of listening in because you know what like sister like sister she's a nosy bitch too and that's why I love her and we're just tuning into other people's conversations we're judging we're making we're making guesses we're making bets on what's going on you know who's gonna do what like it's a really good time Anyway, when I'm shopping though, I, it's, it's too much. I can't tune into any one person's conversation and like really be there for a long period of time because we're shopping, people walk by, you know, it's, it's a, it's a fast moving concept. So in cases like these, I'm going to need my headphones and I'm going to stay protected because I can't deal with people's chatter, you know, the crying, you know, the baby energy, the tantrums like I am not for that so I put my airpod maxes on I go to the last setting which is the complete noise canceling and I listen to podcasts when I shop I listen to music it is truly a blissful experience because shopping these days in the past year with my shopping anxiety it's daunting like I hate running errands so the least I could do is you know stay plugged and I might look like an idiot because I'm not even wearing my airpods like I'm wearing my straight up airpod maxes these big ass over the ear headphones I'm making it very clear I'm a walking billboard of anxiety of do not talk to me and it is the strangest thing because some people will still talk to me it is it's mind-blowing and I remember I was thrifting once and I had these big ass headphones on which is the universal sign even when you have little airpods or headphones in of any kind if you have any kind of anything in your ear the rule is don't talk to me. I would not like to be approached. I have these, I can't even think of a bigger statement piece to wear. And I'm shopping, I'm, I'm thrifting. And this woman is like holding something up in front of me. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And then she looks at me and she keeps looking at me and she's like pointing to me and pointing to this shirt. And I had to pause my music. I had to take off my headphones. And I was like, what's up? And she was like, oh my God, darling bless her heart she's this old black lady and she's like i just think this top would look phenomenal on you i was like what what what, uh, why are you trying to dress me right now melinda i really don't want i didn't ask for your advice i didn't want your clothing opinion and the shirt that she hung up for me was it was rude it was embarrassing it was it was a direct attack on me and my sense of fashion and style because that is something I take very heavy pride in and she just disrespected me in so many different forms and fashions and held up this raggedy ass children's place adjacent fucking sparkles galore shirt goes darling I think this would look great no it would who would that look good on jojo siwa put that shit down and i literally laughed and i was like no what about me gave off that impression i was wearing an all black outfit what about me says 
I love glitz and glams and sequins. Like nothing, nothing. You don't know a thing about me. Do not disrespect me in that way ever again. So yeah, it is a little bit strange how no one follows these universal code of just don't fucking talk to me. But for the most part, it honestly gets the job done and people really don't approach me for the most part. And it's a blissful experience. I really like it. And I encourage everybody to be disconnected. I feel like some people look at me and they're like, so Gen Z, typical of their generation to not want to talk to people. Look, I talk to people all day okay at my job and I and when I don't talk to people I podcast I have my outlets I have friends I have a community okay I don't need your goddamn judgment Bertha Bethany don't even get me fucking started I feel like Bethany doesn't wear headphones anywhere and doesn't follow these rules because she needs every kind of social interaction she can get because she has no fucking friends no fucking life and the most interaction she gets is spying on other people and you know eavesdropping into other people's conversations I do it for sport she does it because she needs to because nobody else will talk to her we are not the same okay moving on I fucking love kombucha now which is monumental because I was like, ew, that's fucking fermented shit. I'm not fucking drinking it. I I think I've been on this wave of just like really starting to enjoy healthier food because honestly, before I looked at it and I was like, that's just healthy and that's just gross. Like I'm not a fucking rabbit. I'm not gonna eat salad, which I still stand by that statement. I refuse to eat a salad, a Cobb salad, maybe, but I refuse to eat a salad as its own meal. If it's a side dish or whatever, oh, I love a good Greek salad. Okay, like a pasta salad. Is that even a salad? I don't know. But for the most part, that is not a meal. That is an appetizer. It's bunny food. We're not fucking with it. I really do want to try like like a summer salad. Like I think there's something so clean and fresh and like juicy and like aromatic. There's something that really just like turns me on about like a, a summer salad with like, oh, like all the colors are so enriching, like strawberries and and walnuts and this that and the other I don't really know what goes in a summer salad I just I like the sound I like the vibe I like the colors would I enjoy oh like a fig oh fuck me up I don't think I would actually enjoy it but it just sounds super healthy I didn't like a lot of healthy foods because I'm like okay this is actually just garbage but I'm actually starting to like enjoy them like I'm genuinely starting to like them not even like no cap like no kizzy so I recently got into kombucha and I went kombucha tasting with my friend last weekend and it was a fucking amazing experience, honestly. And future reference because the same place told me that they do kombucha flights and they also do shambucha flights. And I said, okay, what the fuck is a shambucha? Because that sounds incredible. And she said, it's kombucha and champagne. And I said, okay, I can get my probiotics, my vitamin K, E, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, everything and get fucked up. That is just, it, it's health and wellness and litty at the same time. Like this is mind blowing. It is amazing. I am shocked and I'm intrigued. So I am now into kombucha and I, after the tasting, just started drinking kombucha like low key on the daily because this is not a joke. Okay. Mother's kombucha. This is public service announcement, not sponsored, not an ad, would love to be sponsored and I would love it for it to be an ad, but Mother's Kombucha Mango Peach. 
It has L-theanine, which is brain food, fucking amazing, gives you energy. It is not to rile, baby, okay? And it has 100 milligrams of natural caffeine. And this comes from, basically kombucha is fermented tea. So it has a little bit of that kick, that caffeine, but it's delivered in a natural, less intensive way. And I thought this is very interesting that it was 100 milligrams because a cup of black coffee is 85 milligrams. So you're telling me this bottle of fermented shit is actually more caffeinated than coffee, but in a more natural way? Sign me up. It's a great alternative to coffee, which coffee gives me the shakes, gives me anxiety. Like every single time I've drank coffee, it has actually had the adverse effect. Like I can't ever get anything done. I I stay up, sure, but I literally get anxiety attacks. So I just honestly just stop drinking coffee. So I'm tired all the fucking time, which means I have no fucking energy, which means that's why I'm not extra as hell acting crazy when I see people. I never have energy for anything, okay? This is just a natural way. Matcha, great, naturally caffeinated, like just like herbal teas. I don't know if they're caffeinated or not, but you know what I mean. Just fucking get on that natural caffeinated wave because coffee, (laughs) we're leaving that in 2022. It was just an enlightening spiritual experience having this kombucha flight and it was just real strawberry ginger. You had the, the guava. You had, we, oh, we had a, peppermint lavender it tasted like an essential oil and I really didn't fuck with it that much but you know it it grows on you swirl it around your tongue you let it marinate you let it simmer you let it bake and then you swallow it and you're like ah that was pretty gross but you know I felt like drunk drinking a little and then I was like oh my god wait it's fermented which means there's probably a little bit of alcohol in here but you know it's not it's not sizable at all it's probably like 0.0000001% but you know what i still felt i felt drunk and thoughts are all that matters anyway i feel like this is going to be like a really great way to cure like my anxiety because i've been going out on saturday nights a lot and on sunday it's not a great day because boom everything fucking hits you like a ton of bricks and you're like okay let me reevaluate every single action every little thing i said yesterday let's go over it and over it and over and over and over it again and i feel like everything i did was wrong i feel like everybody hates me like it's an exhausting feeling having anxiety in general but then having anxiety is even worse it is the worst feeling in the world because you're already vulnerable because you have a hangover because you drank from the night before and then coupled with anxiety it's it's a deadly combo last weekend the way i cured it was by sitting in my bed and binge watching all of the show called partner track i have so much beef with this it is actually appalling that it was number one on netflix's like most watched lit like okay i actually have a theory about this i feel like all of these things that are like number one number two number three like it's just netflix internally promoting it it's not actually who is watching what like oh this is number one and everyone is watching it like that's literally fake like i think that netflix advertises it as that so that people you know it gains traction and then people will actually start watching it like let's be honest tiger king was probably put on netflix and then advertised as it to be number one to gain traction for people to watch it because who the fuck would have found tiger king on netflix otherwise like who like who would have cared I would never have found that documentary and I would have never clicked on it either. He looks crazy, but it's all the algorithm. Like it's all just Netflix 
telling you what to watch and then they're the ones predicting and controlling what is going to be trending anyway i don't know why i mean probably because it's a netflix series and like a netflix um produced show so obviously they're going to put all their netflix produced shows on there but it is just the worst show okay the connections in the love first of all the main character god awful okay the show is basically about this woman who is trying to get partner which is like a high ranking at her law firm that she works at in new york city and it's a very competitive cutthroat like the environment is also just so laughable like it's just not i mean parts of it are realistic but so many other parts are not realistic at all like um from one corporate hoe to another let's be real none of it is real what she's saying there are truths to it but there are a many lie and I get it. It's a TV show, but why is the main character so unlikable? I was more interested in the side characters shows and side character storylines than in the actual main characters. And the love interest is so disgusting. Okay. He's just this British man with heterochromia. And I can't, I can't, you think you're better than everyone else because you have a fucking accent and you have two different eye colors. Like get the fuck out of here. Okay. I cannot stand him when he talks. I cannot stand him when he opens his eyes. You know, I, I don't care. He looks like a goddamn lost puppy dog in the worst way possible. Like one that you could literally punt and get away with. Okay. It's not cute to have heterochromia. You think you're better than everybody else? And I'm saying heterochromia in general, okay? I've talked about this previously. I don't care if you are a dog, a person, a bear. If you have two colored eyes, I automatically hate you. It's just a fact. Like, I already know you think you're some hot shit. Here's a hot tip. You're malfunctioning. You are genetically fucked up because you have two different eye colors okay don't take this as a blessing don't be like oh my god like i'm perfectly imperfect oh my god i have two different eye colors like i oh my god one this one like get get, get the fuck out of here get out of here that relationship oh disgusting and she makes some questionable decisions which is really ironic considering she's a lawyer you would think she would know right from wrong but it's like you know every therapist every psychiatrist they're actually fucking crazy and have so many problems so whatever moving on let's talk about a show that's actually really amazing bling what is it bling empire oh my god i watch a lot of trash tv slash reality tv alone because the only other person that i really enjoy watching trash tv with is my sister but she's a cunt and she moved so i have to watch it by myself which is fine this is my therapy it's my me time my bonding time I talk to myself all the time, so it's no surprise that when the reality shows are on, I'm talking to myself through those two, Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelor, Bachelorette, you know, Bling Empire, all of the things, every single reality TV show, oh my god, Love is Blind, that's coming back season three, gonna be insane, oh my god, this show is unlike any other reality TV you've ever seen, okay, it puts, you know what the worst one is, Selling Sunset, that is an awful reality show they're bragging the drama is catty it's dumb i just want to see the houses i don't care about the drama because it's all curated it's all fake drama and their drama is not even good gossip it's like it's stupid they're like "Ah, look at this birkin bag and i'm like okay you need to tone it the fuck down because you need to watch bling empire you oh you're bragging about oh what's that chrishell damsel in distress oh my god queer baiting chrishell 
talking about her. I have this Hermes bag. Really? Because Mimi in Bling Empire just got built a custom closet the size of your master bedroom with her hundreds of Birkins. Notably, the one that cost $200,000 and she calls it my little house on my shoulder. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, you want to see some generational wealth? You need to watch Bling Empire, okay? It is a bunch of just Asian... It's the Asian community in Los Angeles and it is the most unbelievable shit you will ever see, okay? I was called poor in... 500,000 different like ways. I so many different languages. I thought, you know, oh, Kardashians are rich, Kardashians living it up. No. This show puts every single person that I thought was rich and that had a reality show, you know, real housewives, everyone to shame. And the drama is it's so real. It, you want the realest reality show? You watch Bling Empire, okay? It's too real. And they're the realest and they, the fights are insane. Like the show is just, wow, real fucking drama. It's not catty. It is, it is insane. There were so many times I was sitting in my bed telling myself, speaking out loud, I said this exact sentence. I said, there is no other show like this. Like this is for real the greatest reality show of all time. You know, I think up there is also Real Housewives because they, there is no filter. There is no filter at all. And I thought reality show peaked at the Chloe and Kim fight, sorry, Courtney and Kim fight. I was like, oh my God, this is so crazy. This is so crazy. This is so crazy. And you know, she hit her and then her foundation ended up on the wall. That was nothing. Okay. You need to watch this show, Bling Empire. It is too real. Kevin smashing a goddamn glass bottle at a party in his hands because he was so angry unbelievable kim making kevin take a lying detector test to go on a date with her unbelievable the fights the fashion the drama the parties oh my god when they had the the gold truffle party they literally served the the whole party was it was a diamond party okay and he called the jeweler in to set up shop at this party and ordered a but it was called what was it truffles and gold or something and it was literally as it sounds just truffles were served with 18 karat gold flakes and a jeweler there to make jewelry for them at this party it was the level of just glamour is insane every other reality show just kicked to the fucking curb okay the asian it's crazy rich asians but for real and you know what i am damn jealous of kevin because everyone there is either old money or new money but just very 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 successful oh my god wait i have to go back dr chu in a heated argument ripping the fucking mic and battery pack off of him and running away from the cameras to go fight someone okay it's too real the amount of times that they run away from the camera because they think the camera also can't pick up noise and goes to fight and they still record the noise insane the amount of times they rip off their microphones but they still catch the video insane like the drama just can't get realer anyway kevin actually he moved to la to pursue modeling he's not rich he didn't come from like a background he was actually He's an Asian man who was adopted by two white people. So he literally just went to LA to like start his modeling job and then ran into one of the Asians who's part of that big group and then just became friends with them. And then he just got picked up and now he's like on this show and is friends with a bunch of fucking millionaires and billionaires. Like, it's crazy. I was like, 
where the fuck can I, all my friends are broke, bumly ass. I can't even go on vacation because my friends are too broke. Okay. I'm not living the life that I want to live. I need some rich ass friends and they pay for his shit. Like I was like, God damn. Imagine having a crew of sugar mommies, daddy, sugar friends, honestly, like a sugar gang. Like, oh my God, that's just ridiculous. He lucked out and he met him. He met them the first day he landed in Los Angeles. I was like, I don't get that kind of luck, okay? The kind of luck I get is when I was driving home from work and a bird shat on my windshield two feet from my home, okay? It just shat on my windshield. It was the biggest load of shit. Like, I've actually never been in a vehicle while I got shatted on. Like, it always already happened. So I'd always, after the fact, I'd be like, oh my God, a bird shit on my window. It has never been in action. Like, my car was moving And the bird was in the air and its poop droppings landed on me real time while I was driving. It was sickening. It was, it was, the luck was just really not there. So I said I was going to end this on a high note, but I feel like it's just been lows, lows. And I'm I'm just digging at this point and my, you know, I'm digging my grave. And you know what? I did have that high note. My high note was that kombucha is just a game changer. It is fucking amazing. Okay. Like I said, mother's kombucha, that's the brand. And I think that they, I mean, I got it. Apparently it's St. Petersburg based and I got it when I was in St. Pete, Tampa area. They may sell it at some Publixes. I don't know. Just get your hands on it. Get your hands on any kind of kombucha, not a regular. Okay. That's just nasty. Get a flavored kombucha and you know, have a fucking blast. Okay. Sit in the fucking sun, get some sunshine. Okay. And live, laugh, and love it up because baby, it's still 85, 89 degrees in Florida. It is not fall y'all. Okay. Let's put the pumpkins away. Let's put the Halloween costumes away. It's not happening this year. Okay. You heard it here first. Fall is canceled. Heard it. Fall is canceled until further notice. Okay. Put the pumpkin spice away, put everything away and just enjoy it because we are still in summer. Okay. Get the flops, get the foot thongs, okay? Put them on, put some SPF on, and hit the beach. Go go fishing, okay? Fuck the skis. We are in full-fledged summer mode, and I, I love it, okay? I don't like the cold. I like a good breeze. I like a, okay, perfect day. 73 degrees, no clouds in the sky. I don't want to see not one single goddamn cotton fluff, okay? Fuck that shit. Full sun, and a slight breeze but not quite and um obviously less humidity the better so i'm just gonna say like really barely there humidity let's say 30 percent because that's as real as we can get here i would be very happy that's my ideal day oh get a kombucha and then oh get a shambucha instead of oh my god amazing alternative to mimosa brunches shambucha brunches Oh my God. Oh my God. Amazing. I don't think drinking large quantities of kombucha could be helpful to anyone. I think anything too much of anything fermented could really fuck up with your stomach. I feel like it's too much acidity. Doctors, <laughs> doctors weigh in. I fucking love saying that. Yeah. Anyway, that's my high note. Um, oh my God. I'm so proud of myself. Look at that. So long. What a long podcast episode. I had so much to talk about and I had so much fun. I hope you guys have a great week um, filled with lots of hatred and happiness because you know how we roll over here and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.